Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a new edition of the EKN Face to Face, and it's episode number 37. My name's Rob Howden, joined by David Cole back in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, David, it's been a while since we've done a face to face. The last one I did was uh, the WKA boys, uh, Mike Tetro and uh, the president, Kevin Williams, talking about the WKA Charlotte Carding Challenge. You were at that event, uh, but we're back at it to, to do another one today. We are back at it. I am in my. Uh adjusted office for right now after a minor flood in my basement this past weekend, but uh, thankfully no damage, um, getting everything uh, dried out right now. So we got the okay on everything's dried out now uh, repair coming back uh, next week. But uh, yeah, so I'm kind of working in my dining room right now as my office. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I got the helmet to, next to me, but it wasn't quite high enough. So we'll just uh, go with what we got. And I'm, of course, uh, down in Southern California right now. Uh, a lot of races to go to with the Road to Indy. You and I are going to be back at the racetrack in a couple of weeks at the Supercarts USA Spring Nationals in Utah. Looking forward to that one. A couple of weeks later, though, one of the legendary events of our sport. Uh, back at it after a one-year hiatus because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, the Quincy Grand Prix. Uh, not only le legendary in terms of just the last couple of years, but a super long history. Uh, this is a, 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 par a park event. Uh, in Quincy, Illinois, through their South Park, uh, and a, a layout, a track like no other in uh, North American karting. Uh, and you just, David, anybody you talk to who's been in the sport for 20 to 25, 30 years, they always talk about the park, right? It's this race. It's this legendary race where kind of heroes and, and legends were born. Um, and good to see it coming back over the last couple of years. Terry Trader going to be joining us here today. But David, it's a race I've got to get you to pretty soon. Yeah, it's kind of like the field of dreams for yes. karting because, you know, only a few people have been there. There probably are some ghosts around there from <laughs> from Quincy Pass, you know, uh, uh, that, uh, that kind of, you know, grab you when you're when you're going around a corner or something like that. I don't know. But, yeah, it's all I hear are stories about it. Uh, it's amazing. something that, uh, you know, again, not a lot of people have been able to experience. Uh, now, with the return of it, we're getting more and more people involved with it and, and getting to experience what it's like being there uh, thanks to the revival of the event. Yeah, super challenging racetrack. Again, as I said, essentially it's a street circuit, but it's the streets that are through uh, the South Park of Quincy, Illinois, right on the banks of the Mississippi River. Uh, elevation changes. There's 90-degree corners. There's some sweepers. Uh, there's the jump kind of corner down into a big right-hander. Uh, it, it's just such a challenging racetrack. And again, you hear the stories about Quincy a number of years ago. The, the big thing, that the difference, and we'll talk to Terry about this momentarily, they've taken the, uh, the safety level uh, you know, to, to eight, nine, 10 levels higher than it used to be back in the day. And that's just what racism was, was like back in, you know, the sixties and seventies and eighties. Uh, this is a little different right now. They, they've done so much more on safety. I can't wait to get back. I was going to try to get there this year, but it's like my only weekend off at nine, I think. So uh, I had to take a break. Uh, I did get a chance to run it. I think it was 1998. And I still look back and count that as one of the coolest things I've ever did. So, it, you know, for those of you who maybe were looking for something to do on the June 5th, 6th weekend, go to the Quincy Grand Prix. You will not regret it. Amazing racetrack. Uh, and, and you know what, David, one of the big things about it too, is people in Quincy in the area, they love it. They literally pour into the park, 15,000 people to watch music, uh, you know, beer gardens. They've got so much. It's it's an event. It's not just a go-kart race. It's an event, which I think sets it apart from any other race uh, in North America. Yeah, that's exactly what people talk about in our sport all the time is how do we get spectators? How do we make it an yeah. actual event? Well, that's what Terry Trader has been able to do with the Quincy Grand Prix. Let's bring him in. 
Terry Trader joining us today on Face to Face. Terry, uh, a legend in your own uh, self as well. So great to have you here. Uh, are you excited about this year's race? Yes, I really am. We've we've done so much work on it, and uh, we've got uh, you know probably the biggest uh, X driver ever that coming to this event that started in karting. Al Unser Jr. is going to be here, a two-time awesome. IndyCar winner, and you know the ironic thing about about uh, his two Indy wins, the uh, he was involved in the closest IndyCar race in history with another go karter by the name of Scott Goodyear, who was. Uh, has been at our at our race before and yep. uh, used to race as a kid at, at TNT Cartways, our, our track in West Quincy. So Al, Al Jr. never made it here to race, but through, uh, I, which is ironic, we had a pro race in like 1976, which is a big event. We And Gus was always able to uh, get these things televised and then uh, look on the local cable network and that kind of thing. But for some reason, Al Sr. showed up and we've got a, a an interview with Al Senior on this. Uh, I still have the tape. Hopefully, I can show that to Junior, and it'll be kind of <laughs> neat how we've tied this all together. I love you know? that. That's, that's yeah. fantastic. And so, so the uh, you know the race is starting off. It's doing uh, you know the entries are coming in and doing well. We could always use more. I mean, the last couple of years we've had three hundred to three hundred fifty, but still wow. probably in the karting world and it is still a one of the major races yeah. you know there's not too many that have that many more entries but you know our peak gus had a peak and uh i i think it was year uh 19 uh when he had his 25th anniversary 1995 96 had 600 and some entries okay it was like crazy but uh let's be let's be real though let, terry I, I, in those, uh, we had in those... 80 in one class and things but yeah Let's be real, Terry. In those days, there, there wasn't a race every weekend like there is right now. There are so yeah, many races. It, like there's just it's race on top of race on top of race these days. It's tough, and uh, you know, there's different organizations having stuff, and I think there's there's one or two on top of this race, which is just too bad, you know. Because, like you said in your intro, this is something everybody should experience. I mean, Agreed. I raced, of course, you know, for thirty five years, thirty six years, all over the country and internationally and stuff. And this is the most unique track of any of the tracks I ever was on. Okay. It's not a go-kart track, but it's a 1.2 mile up. Like you say, up and down the hill. And it's wide. And like you kind of started in your intro, it is an event. You got hundreds of thousands of spectators there. We've got things going on. We got when the, we, when the guy wins the race, we take him around the track with a checker flag and yeah. people are clapping for him and, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, we got, the, we're going to have a t-shirt cannon to shoot t-shirts into the crowd and, <laughs> you know, kind of taking it from the NBA, you know, how they do things. Yeah, I still, like that. yeah. So, and then we've got a really neat, uh, VIP tent that I have local people that, that you set it up for us and run it and, uh, right at the start finish line. And, and, uh, we got bleachers right there. So we've got things really set up the media, you know, as you know, in Quincy, Illinois, we have two national television uh, syndicated uh, CBS and NBC. They both cover the race. We've got a great local paper that covers the race. So the, when, when the Carter comes to Quincy, Quincy is a town of about 45,000 people. When you come here, you are somebody. Okay. It's not like if you go to, I don't care where you go, Las Vegas <clears> or, any of the big tracks. I mean, you come here and you're a Carter. People will talk to you about it. And they they respect you, and and so, you know, you need to be a part of this deal, and yeah. and uh, don't be afraid of it because you, you know, you do have a throttle and you have a brake. 
you know, you don't have to go wide open and, and, you know, run into the barriers or anything like that. Okay. You are in control. So, and so I think people, and we have a a unbelievable crew. we got Rick Folks as our race director, who is a, you know, like a national race director. Uh, We got the, the outrageous, greatest flagman in karting and maybe racing Jay Burgess. He's he's Jason Burgess. He's coming. Um, Randy Kugler is our announcer and he announces all over the country like you do Rob. So, so we've tried to get the best people possible to do this thing. And we give the, the Carters a great show and we, you know, the city opens their arms for them. When you come in, there's going to be a sign over the, the street that says, welcome Carters. And, you know, people will embrace you. So get there. I mean, whether you come and try to win, you know, the people that have experience on this track, probably like anything, you know, they're going to be the ones that are going to be tough to beat because, you know, it is a driver's track. I mean, even though you get high speeds, there is a, you got to get through the corners and things like that. So it's uh, but it's, it's fun. We do grand prix style of starting. So, uh, it's a, it, you know, it's a standing start, and well, that's different, too. We pause our face-to-face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. The Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs & Stratton's history of motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, the Briggs & Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level of track programs to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs & Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is power-tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of race day. Be sure to follow Briggs & Stratton Racing on Facebook and through at RaceBriggs on Instagram. To learn more about the 206 engine or to find the North American dealer near you, head to BriggsRacing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? Leading Edge Motorsports is the industry answer to winning in karting. At the helm is industry veteran Greg Bell, who has orchestrated the success of many drivers dating back to the mid-1990s. Based in Lodi, California, Leading Edge Motorsports is the Western importer with IP karting that includes the Praga and Formula K chassis brands. Leading Edge Motorsports provides in-depth driver development for those racers in Northern California and across the country. Arrive and Drive services, cart preparation, and driver coaching are available under the LEM tent throughout the season. Bell's record of working with drivers includes recent victories at North America's biggest karting events, including the Rock the Rio and the Scusa Super Nationals. Greg Bell's knowledge for building engines spans two decades and is now under the Mega Power branding providing reliable engine service and tuning knowledge. No matter the chassis brand, choose Mega Power to get to the front. Click over to LeadingEdgeMotorsports.com for more and find them on social media to stay connected. At Leading Edge Motorsports, winning never gets old. 
Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. Let's set, let's set, for those that don't know about the race itself, it's the cross-section of categories, right? You've got shifter car drivers that have, you know, the, the, the top-level guys in, the, in their six-speed gearboxes having, a, a, you know, getting out there and really gripping and ripping it. But then you've got, you're doing the, the, the air, air-cooled 100cc, right? You've got the Rock Class, you've got the the uh, KA100, and then you've got Briggs. So you've got three kind of different mm-hmm. groups of people. Uh, right. Let's talk about the Briggs group a little bit, because I think one of the cool things, it's always been kind of, a, back in the day was that, you know, that Briggs, that Yamaha, and and you're part of the Margay Ignite program, and the Ignite, it's an Ignite major. One of the things that's been great over the last couple of years is how Margay has continued to grow their Ignite program, and I expect you're going to get a pretty big contingent there. Ignite will be probably our biggest class, that along with the Briggs. You know, and yeah. uh, in this market, uh, Margay has done just an out, uh, un- unbelievable, outstanding job, Pace probably saved carding in the Midwest to to bring this, this particular thing and bring so many new people into it where you can – buy a chassis and an engine, go out and be competitive, you know, right away. You know, you, you will run as fast as everybody else out there. You just got to learn to drive learn to drive. So uh, we have Briggs medium, Briggs heavy, Briggs masters. Uh, Of course, we've got the pro Briggs this year, which we could talk about later about adding a first class. And then we've got the, We've added Ignite, the big boys, if they want to get out there and think they can't be competitive in the regular Ignite class. And then we've got Ignite Masters with that. And then we tr- we're trying to get the darn Yamaha class and the KA class and all that brought back, you know, in this area. Now, I know in other areas, the KA has gone crazy, a lot of entries, that kind of thing. For some reason, we haven't been able to get them to the park. So this year we came up with a Actually, Keith Freeber came up with the right with the idea of a call to Formula K100. We're going yeah. to combine the Yamaha the uh the vlr and the k100 into one class we give the yamaha a 20 pound weight break with an open pipe so now i don't know if any testing has been done on that but you you put an open pipe on a yamaha it'll change the way it runs so so we're we're trying it and seeing what happens and and uh i'm going to pay the person that class now somebody is going to win that money okay <laughs> we don't have a lot of we don't have a lot of entries right now so if somebody wants to cherry pick Bring it on, man. There it I, is. There's the a money, challenge the right money, there. One thing that the traders have always done, my dad and me, what we say we'll do, we'll do. Okay? So yep. I will pay that. If there is one card in that class, that guy's going to get $750 to win. Okay? He's going to make one lap. He's going to get a check for $750. So if you want to let that guy <laughs> go out there and have an easy time, yeah, don't enter. Yeah, don't no. let that happen. Let's go. <laughs> let it happen. Let's get some Yamahas out here. Uh Terry, let's talk about the the, the Pro Briggs class. You, you mentioned that. Give us give us the insight on Pro Briggs. Okay, Pro Briggs is going to be uh, basically the the heavyweight, so everybody is going to be going to be competitive, and uh, we'll run them with uh, you know the all the same rules and uh, that that the Briggs is running. It's an it's a tire rule. It's going to be a Hoosier tire rule, but you get to run the little softer compound, not the one that the Ignite runs, but the yeah. one that's this one one section softer. So. It's going to be the same rules as the Briggs classes. It's just that we're going to have a pro Briggs class because people said, you know, we used to have run for money, you know, when Gus was doing it all the time. And I said, okay, we'll throw up $10,000 this year and let's see what happens. If you right. want to run for money, let's see if you do, you know, exactly. enter, enter, enter the race. I mean, that's going to tell me, yep. do you want to run for money or do you just want to go out and, and run for trophies? Uh, we'll do both ones. But of course, all the winners get the Gussie, which is, probably one of the most unique trophies in sports other than the, the, uh, 
Duffy from the IKF, you yep. know, is the most unique, but that's where I got my idea. But it's a neat trophy. It's heavy. You, it's one you're going to put on your, your shelf and keep forever. Oh, I'm glad you you did that too. When you when you brought the Gussie out, I think that uh, you know one of the things we like to do in our sport, obviously, is kind of pay tribute to the legends, the people that were uh, so crucial and so uh, vital in terms of, of turning karting into what it was. Your dad, Gus Trader, of course, uh, probably uh, the ultimate kind of showman and, and promoter in karting in over the sixty plus years we've had the sport here in the U.S. And I think to have that tribute to him is fantastic. I got a chance to meet him early on in my in my journalistic career, which was a treat for me. But uh, yeah, to be able to have that Gussie, I think it's one of those trophies, Terry that people like to put alongside a Duffy or a WK Eagle or whatever it may be. Right. It's just, it's, it's, it's just that little thing you want to have on the trophy case. Well, you grab it and it's got some weight to it. Okay. Yeah, right. And you, you hand it to somebody. Yeah. What, let me show you this trophy and you hand it to them. I've done that with the, with the Duffies that I've won and you hand it to them and they grab it and they go, wow, that's, <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah, that's a heck of a, so yeah. we spend the money on it. It's an expensive trophy. And I, I wasn't going to do something cheap. I was going to do something really, really nice. So if you do have it on your shelf, you'll be proud of it. I love it. Let's uh, let's talk a bit about the safety level. I know that one of the things you have done a couple of shows before once you brought the race back is obviously, obviously for those who don't know, the Quincy Grand Prix ran for a number of years. There was a bit of a hiatus. You just said, hey, I want to bring this race back. We're going to do it again. One of the big things was they repaved the park. Right. They, one of the issues was uh, that the track was getting a bit bumpy at, at that at one point. So they repaved the park, essentially. So that's fixed up. But you really dialed things up. You know, I, David and I were talking before we came on here that, you know, back in the in the six in the 70s, 80s, it was like outlaw street racing. Right. And I've I, and I've ran street races where there's you know, there's no barriers at all. You're just you're just going at it. You obviously wanted to take this race and say, listen, we're we're a, a unique race. We are a street race. There are street races that happen, but we're going to make sure that we take the safety to the level where everybody can come and feel comfortable about it. Tell me just some yeah. of the stuff you guys have done just to make sure that people that come to the race know that they're, that they're protected. Yeah. Who wants to come to a race and go away in an, in an ambulance? Nobody yeah. does. Okay. Yeah. So, so what we did is, uh, you know, of course when Gus's day, they didn't have any uh, plastic barriers like we have now. Yeah. And so what we rent, uh, 1,340 plastic barriers. We've got 750 hay bales. The track is is fenced both inside to keep the spectators off the track and outside to keep the spectators off the track. And so, uh, and then we've got, you know, of course, a whole bunch of flagmen all over the place. So to warn the drivers, if something happens, if somebody does spin out, somebody does hit a barrier or whatever. And so, you know, I'm really happy to say that we haven't had anybody that we've had to really cart off in an ambulance uh, since we started the race again. And so it's been, you know, and that to me, the, you know, there's a lot of ways to define success. To me, my number one thing is nobody gets hurt. None That's of the it. drivers get hurt. None yeah. of the spectators get hurt. So if we get that done, I'm happy. Uh, I do want to, you know, for the for the spectators of Quincy, Illinois, which they'll come out, you know, because the neat thing about it, it's all free to the public. You know, it, this is a nonprofit. Quincy Grand Prix Incorporated is a nonprofit deal. Uh, I, I make nothing out of it. I do it for the good of the community because, uh, you know, Quincy has been good for our, to our family. And so, you know, it's all free. Now we do have the VIP tent, which costs you 50 bucks, but for gosh sakes, you, you get two days of the best seat in the house, bleachers, beer, food. I don't know what else, you know, that is just that 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah. So for 50 bucks, yeah. that's, but, that's a no brainer, <laughs> right? It's a no brainer. But the safety thing is like you brought up, that's what I want people to know that, you know, when you come here and you look at it, people that have been here, ask them, you know, what do they think about it? They'll tell you that, They've never seen a track set up as safe as this on a street race type circuit. Okay. So, uh, 
appreciate you bringing that up because that I want people to know that feel comfortable with it. And, uh, you know, if you come here, you think it is, and I'll give your money back to you. Okay. And I'll put you in the tent with Al Unser. Okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that you brought up the spectator part of it. Um, you know, you, you're talking about how Quincy has a lot of, uh, interest and, and excitement about the event, but it could also bring people around that are in the sport already to, Hey, why don't you just come check it out for the two days event? Like you said, buy the $50 tent thing and stuff like that, at least come as a spectator first, but maybe before you actually come and race, maybe is that, yeah. is that another way of kind of attracting people to the event? Yeah, I, I think that would be a way to do it, but bring your car with you. If you look at it and say, <laughs> Hey, it looks good. Enter, get out there. I was just going to say, somebody would do that and be like, why didn't I bring my cart with me? But there are, yeah. because there are those people who just are intimidated by that type yes. of, that type of racing. So I think, Hey, you know, if, it, I mean, we get, we got spectators at the, uh, the Newcastle race last weekend, just people coming in, hanging out and watching racing. And I think Quincy is, is, is a spectator event. You can go around all the different areas of the racetrack and see the different, uh, the little chaos here and there that, uh, that the drivers kind of interact with uh, going around the racetrack. Well, we have a lot of return drivers. So, you know, obviously they, they feel good about it because we get a lot of the same people back. It's just we got to add to the people coming over and, and, and really taking, taking advantage of this. I mean, it's so much work to put this thing on. It really is. And if the drivers don't want to show up, there's no sense me doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that's the bottom line. And we got to, we've got to have a reasonable amount of entries in order to, to break even with this thing. It costs us over a hundred thousand dollars in expenses to make it happen. Cause we pay everybody that works there. And, uh, you know, it just is very costly. It, it, it all, you know, the barriers and, and the transportation to get the barriers and all that stuff is, is an insurance. And, you know, all that stuff is yeah. people, people got to think about that, you know, and I got to say this, from what I'm hearing on entry fees around the country, it costs you a hundred bucks to enter the Grand Prix. I'm guaranteeing you that's the best bargain in, in karting right now. That's okay. For what, yeah. yeah. And you're, you know, the only thing you're required to do is run Hoosier tires. We don't as an organization sell Hoosier tires. So I'm not trying to get you to buy Hoosier tires. It's just that Keith Freeber has been such an integral part of this deal. And he's a big sponsor of the event. And so I owe it to him to to make Hoosier and Hoosier tires work really really well there. Okay. Hey, listen, and they're American made. So if and, you want to if you want to support right. your country, your, your your economy, buy Hoosier tires. Right. Let's Some do them. it. Yeah. yeah. Margate yeah. carts and Hoosier tires. Why not? So we pause our face to face broadcast for this quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Established in 1999, PSL Karting has become a powerhouse within the karting industry for North America and around the world. PSL Karting is your complete source for all Burrell Art products as the North American importer, providing this top quality product through both their expansive dealer network or through the pslkarting.com online store. Whatever you need is available 24-7 online, including safety gear, parts, components, and full karting packages. All three brands, Burrell Art, Ricardo Kart, and Charles Leclerc Karts are in stock and ready to hit the track. Grab your winning chassis for any category by visiting pslkarting.com to find your nearest dealer. PSL Karting is always looking for interest in new dealers and teams to help create new business relationships. Drivers looking to take their talents to the next level can join the Burrell Art North America race team competing at all the major U.S. and Canadian events this season. 
When you're ready to win, go with PSL Carding. Fast, fair, and fun. Ignite Spec Carding offers you all of that at an affordable price. And the all-new IgniteCarding.com website provides you with the information you need to fuel your passion for kart racing. Ignite Karting is a spec kart that features the Margay Racing chassis with a Briggs & Stratton 206 engine and a Hoosier R80 tire. Everyone in the junior, senior, and master's classes utilize the same Ignite K3 kart, which puts all the emphasis squarely on the driver. You can race the Ignite package from Margay at the local, regional, and national level. Special events for 2021 include the Ignite Majors, featuring events at the Charlotte Motor Speedway, Quincy Grand Prix, and Newcastle Motorsports Park. Those in the Midwest can enjoy the regional-based Ignite Challenge Series at tracks in Iowa, Missouri, Indiana, and Illinois. Local club programs have been established in Idaho, Texas, Nebraska, New York, Ohio, and Florida. All the information that you're looking for on events throughout the country and on all the Ignite car packages, including dealers in your area, is available at IgniteCarding.com. Get off the couch and on the track this year. Ignite Karting. Fuel your passion. Welcome back to Face to Face on the EKN Radio Network. Hey, let's, you mentioned something before we came on the air. Let's bring this up. Obviously, Al Jr. being, Al Inser Jr. being there, I think is amazing. Al's such a, such a cool guy. I've had a chance to meet him and talk to him many times at the IndyCar races. But you've got something cool going on with, like, uh, you know, a legend, a superstar, and a young guy coming up, Evan Stommer. Tell me what you've got going between Evan and, and Al Jr. Well, I, actually, I just kind of came up with it today because I thought to myself, you know what? It's very cool. Al started in karting, and he won two IndyCar races. Evan Stommer was racing in the park in in 2019, our last race, one, one, I think won a race and now is trying to get to Indy with the USF 2000 road to Indy program yeah. that some uh, sponsor in St. Louis was so gracious and to get those boys into this thing to, so that they would have an opportunity. So Evan is committed to being here as well. We'll put him up there with Al Onser Jr. And here's a guy that's a, already a champion with a guy trying to be a champion. And we'll have them both up there talking to people on our Friday night sponsors and, and winners or reception. And so um, I think it'll be cool. I think it'll be a neat deal. And Evan's just a fine young man. I don't oh, know. He's definitely. Yeah. Just a great, great kid. Uh, and also we've got Mike Lashman, who started the Vindy Indy Registry, is going to be here. And he, the story goes back on him, Gus picked him up at his hometown in Pittsville, Illinois, would take him to races and things like that. And Mike has always then appreciated the Trader family and stuff. And he's been very helpful in getting Al here. And and we're going to, he's also getting the 1964 AJ Foyt Sheraton Thompson special IndyCar here on display. Uh, a couple by the name of Bud and Connie Taylor own it in Kearney, Missouri, and they're going to have it here. And that'll be something to see the old oh, technology yeah. of, of, so it'll be here. Okay. So it's going to be a, a neat deal. And then, you know, we're always got, we're trying to get activities together and try to make sure that people, you know, like I said, have an event, have fun. It's not just a karting event. The karting event's cool because the, you know, it's good racing. It's really, we've had the finishes of these things, Guys, you haven't been there, but we've had a couple of them are like a foot. Yeah, okay? side we by come side. To, come yeah. around the, the last corner, and they're side by side, and it's like unbelievable. Three wide. 
Yeah, pretty yeah, wide, yeah. Pretty wide, and and yeah, that you where well, you've seen some of the YouTube, yeah, it's yeah. Very, and the YouTube that uh, that uh, Rook had, uh, did uh, showing his in his uh, shifter when it at the park was pretty cool too. He got yeah. a tremendous amount of uh, of views. So, uh, well, anyway. again, listen, uh, Terry, and I'll say this. I'll let then I'll let Dave come in. He has a question there. I'll say this. I, I ran as I said back in in ninety eight. So we're talking twenty something years ago. But the bottom line is that the layout of the particular racetrack. This is the track you go to because you want to check it off. It's like a it's like a car guy wanting to go to Laguna Seca or Road America. Uh, this is a race. It's, it's a bucket list race, right? This is one of the ones you can go to. Great thing about Margay's, you can do an arrive and drive and show up, and they have all the stuff there. You just run the park. Otherwise, you bring your own stuff and go racing. But this is a track, and and you mentioned it very briefly. Obviously, you've done so much in in in, in safety wise. If you want to cross off the bucket list, the best safety the best safety measure you have is your right foot. Yeah. You don't you don't need to. Uh, well, I'm going to try this corner flat out. Uh, you don't do that because you could be in the you know you could be in the in the barriers on the outside of the corner. Your right foot, you can go out and have a great time and just enjoy yourself. It's a bucket list race for anybody in the sport. I would recommend they go to Quincy at least once. Well, thank you, and we we hope that they do. Yes. David Welch, yeah, you got to Terry. I, I, I was just going to add to the, uh, the the video part that he mentioned. There's there's something about Quincy Grand Prix on social media. People just eat it up. You know, you talked about the onboard. All the onboard videos you see on YouTube just have tons and tons of uh, viewership. So people are certainly interested in the race. It's now just getting them there. That uh, That is obviously always going to be the hard part. But like, as you said, all the different things that you put into the program, you got the cash prizes the, and, and all the spectator stuff. Again, people don't race in front of spectators. What better way to do it than at the Quincy Grand Prix? Uh, Terry, don't I, worry. I hope so. no, Terry, don't worry about that dog. <laughs> we don't, it's live. It's What's fine. That? I literally did one of these. I, I did one of these uh, a year about a year and a half ago, and, and literally, I was the, the people outside were like starting to cut the lawn. There, we could hardly hear each other. It happens all the time. Don't worry about it. It's, it's awesome. Um, yeah. So, so folks, if you haven't been again, it's June the fifth to sixth, Saturday Sunday race, uh, Quincy, Illinois, in South Park. Uh, again, like Terry said, money up for grabs. Pro, there's pro categories. If you got a Yamaha, bring it out. If you're a shifter guy, hey, the challenge is on for every shifter guy, anyways, right? Joe Joe Rook will drop the hammer. They'll all say Joe, Joe he, understands that track. He does a really oh, good man. job. Yeah. Yes. Guys, guys from the West Coast are coming out this year. Uh, the CKR USA guys are coming to Quincy Grand Prix yeah. this year in the shifter category. So I expect that to be one of the bigger categories as well, too. I, I remember watching I, Alan I Rudolph so. there for the first time. Blew me away in a shifter. It was uh, just I, awesome. I should have tried to get Alan here, but because he won the uh, King of the Streets things or that uh, right. Bob Bondrat sponsored one year. Yep. And uh, Alan was, uh, of course, we knew Alan since he was a little kid racing at our track and on the park and that kind of thing. So they're good family. And they, you know, they they really they really were a good family in the karting thing. And, and it's good to see Alan do real well, you know, taking his karting experience and moving it on, doing what he's doing. 100%. Yeah, the Al Rudolph Racing Academy, an educator and one of our ambassadors for sure. David, anything else? Are we going to wrap this thing up with Terry? I think Aiden's almost old enough to race there too soon. Uh, he'll be turning He'll be turning 16, so we'll have uh, maybe a, That's right. Maybe have yeah. a little Allen and Aiden uh, challenge out there. At the they got to battle each other in KA. That'd be perfect. There that, you go. That, be, that would be cool. That would that be would very, be very cool. neat to see that. So, uh, great, guys. Thanks for all the coverage and uh, – you know, we're uh, ECAN's done a great job trying to promote this thing, and we sure appreciate it. I mean, you guys are kind of the source, the source of karting, you know, we so do. keep up the good work. Terry, thank you so much for joining us. Good luck. June, uh, June 5th and 6th. Hope everything goes well. 
Thanks a lot, gentlemen. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Terry Trader, ladies and gentlemen, one of the legendary names in the sport, of course, his dad, Gus Trader, before, as I had mentioned, uh, really kind of the, the the showman, right? The Barnum and Bailey kind of guy that was uh, would put street races on, turned karting, and took it from the go-kart track. David brought it to the streets with his uh, professional karting association, the PKA, paying out money to guys for, for racing. This is what Terry's doing here is reviving, I think, one of the really legends of our sport, and that's the Quincy Grand Prix. Yeah, uh, Gus did a lot of getting karting on television. Uh, you could see a number of uh, YouTube videos of, of karting in the past at the TNT Cartways. As, and again, as you said, as a promoter, just, just doing everything he possibly could to get the racers there and then reward them when they were there too. So, you know, yeah. all the cash purses and all that. I mean, I mean, he was the innovator with the pro racing. I mean, he's the guy who, who set the level and was like, hey, we got this guy and this guy coming. Why aren't you here? You know, that's that's, that's where he set the bar. And, and that, I think, is what Terry's doing with the Quincy. It's like, hey, why aren't you here? You need to be here. We got we got the spectators. We got the purse. We have the per, we have the smoothest racetrack you'll ever drive on. Why not? And and they re- they remove that that barrier where people say, well, it's kind of dangerous to race there. Well, they've right. they've got so much more on, on the safety side, mm-hmm. and and if, and you know that's the key. And if you want to just go to experience it, you can do that too. You don't have to try to roll the edge every corner. But it's one of the races you got to go to. In my yep. opinion, it's a fantastic event for sure. I uh, know I'm hoping to get there next year. This this just the way the schedule kind of rolled out. Terry and I were talking about trying to get EK in there to do a live broadcast, one of our trackside live broadcasts. We'll try to do that again. Uh, in 2022 but otherwise uh, june the 5th and 6th folks fantastic race uh it's a bucket list and once you've gone there once you're going to go there again that's the funny thing it's you get it you get it knocked off the list but you're going to come back for more because it's just a great experience that's what it is it's not just a race david it's an event it's an experience and it's it's something you got to do at least once in your karting career one day one day day. yeah again as you said scheduling i think some of the COVID has moved over to 2021 and once we get uh race programs and tracks on board with not scheduling on top of each other in 2022 it should be better that's it folks we are done here for this edition of face to face thank you so much for joining us if you haven't subscribed to our youtube channel click it below subscribe here right now make sure you give us a like on this one here feel free to comment below as well we would love you to do that otherwise uh, thank you so much for tuning in we'll turn this into a podcast as we always do for the ek and radio network but on behalf of david cole my name is rob howden bye for now